0: Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the latest episode of Game Rivals. I am one of your hosts Maximilian X together as always with my co-host the PlayStation man himself the guy who would say Xbox what more like Xbox nah sean templar how's it going sean i'm good i'm good i, I don't know if that's accurate about the xbox but uh, we'll just
1: have to find out later in this episode oh, yeah.
0: we, we have to give them a little bit of spice you know every once in a while
1: i know you like that uh spice <laughs> as you always refer to it
0: <laughs> yeah you have to kick it off with some good vibes because wow we have got a lot to talk about a lot of stuff that just came out of nowhere a lot of stuff that was the worst kept secret and a lot of and even a little bit of stuff that just mm, made sense but if you think about it it's like why was that not done sooner i think this
1: is one of the like these last two weeks maybe particularly like this week I yeah, think it's one true. of the better weeks we had in all of 2020 when it comes to gaming because it was like a jam-packed two weeks where all sorts of stuff happened. Where you thought, like, okay, I've just processed this. And then another bomb drops. It's like, oh no, oh shit, wow. <laughs> and then another one. is like, I, like these moments, it, 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 you realize it's good to be a gamer.
0: Mm, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, you know, it is good. Uh, to be a gamer. Uh, We've had a lot of downtime lately. Um, But it seems that the fall of gaming is ready to go for most part. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that has been announced. Actually, right after we recorded the last episode, we got, bang, the 35th anniversary uh, announcements from Nintendo, the stuff that we've been waiting for for months. (laughs) And there's a lot of things that were there that we didn't expect. A lot of stuff in there that we did expect, and a little something more that we that was a pleasant surprise. Um, the biggest thing, of course, I'm not going to touch on everything. I'm just going to touch on the in- interesting stuff. If you want to learn more, just go to the Nintendo's website, and you'll find it there. But basically, Nintendo's uh, Nintendo's Mario's 35th anniversary is this year, and they I think they were some, planning on something a lot sooner because what they announced makes no sense in terms of how long it's going to last. Um, basically, any festivities re- regarding, well, most of the festivities regarding the 25th anniversary, specifically when it comes to video games, ends on the 31st of March 21, which makes absolutely no sense. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing that people already kind of knew what was going to come, but not, they didn't know in what way. Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which comes with Super Mario 64, Mario Sunshine and Super Mario Galaxy all uprest to um well for Mario uh, Super Mario 64 that's uprest to I think 720p ish it's still 4x3 which okay um they did retexture texture everything so it looks nice and sharp um and they uprest um Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy to 1080p which is really nice and I think they're all running at 60 frames per second so um it's supposed to be a very smooth no, i think 64 runs at 30 frames per second so it's still smooth um that was the biggest thing out of this they announced a bunch of other stuff like a game and watch uh super mario brothers edition um a mario a super mario brothers 35 which is the battle royale of super mario they, it it's done by the same developers that did tetris 99 which is still the best Battle Royale by I none. knew you were going to say that. <laughs>
1: oh my God. You know, the funny thing is, 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 I think that the whole Warzone community would disagree with you because Warzone is the most popular Battle Royale game out there right now.
0: Popular does not necessarily mean better. Does not necessarily mean better. I wonder because if way. it's
1: popular, then it's something. something must be good because otherwise all those millions of people wouldn't be playing it.
0: Yeah, maybe there's some truth in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you there. <laughs> but um, the, only, the other thing that I want to mention that they also announced was a new Mario Kart, but this one is very unique. You do play it on your Switch, but it also comes with an RC Kart of Mario or Luigi with a camera mounted on it. Oh, that's Why? Nice. Because it's an AR game. Oh, nice. You can set up your own Mario Kart in your own living room using these um, checkpoints. And then you just, the first thing you do is drive the course that you want to drive. So it can be whatever shape you want, as long as you go through the four checkpoints. And then you can race not only against the computer, but if you have friends that own a Switch and a copy of the game and uh, the cart, you can race up to four players local multiplayer, which is really cool. Nice because It actually responds to... You throwing an, an item to um either the NPC or uh, NPC, I mean the CPU or an actual player. You'll see the cart actually slow down and stop if it gets hit by a shell or by a blue shell, or it's well, it doesn't spin out, but it slows down when it hits a banana peel, stuff like that. Um, the visuals are all on the switch itself or if you dock it in on the big screen, so you can play through that and you're just watching through the perspective of Mario. Mario's augmented so it responds when you're taking shop corners or you're getting a speed boost so it's really cool I want to see how this works because if you can use speed boost that means that the the engine the motor in the carts actually have variable speed so that I, i'm really I'm kind of really curious to see how that works out um of course I want to see how it works out with super mario brothers uh 3 d uh, and uh three d all stars the only problem with that one is, well, besides the fact that it's 60 bucks, it's only available from September 18th, which is this coming week as you're listening to this episode. It'll probably be out by that Friday. Um, it's only going to be out until the 31st of March next year.
1: After that, it's gone?
0: After that, it's gone. The digital version on the eShop as well.
1: Oh, okay. That's a different strategy than we're
0: used to yeah this is why i feel that they were they they were supposed to bring this up way earlier in the year so they should have way more time to buy it but it seems that either they couldn't get it printed or enough printed so they're doing a really short run of a 35th anniversary which is so kind why, of a shame
1: because, why take out the digital version i mean
0: yeah that one makes absolutely no sense the same goes for the mario 35 which is only downloadable if you have the Nintendo Online, uh, Nintendo Switch Online um subscription, and it's only available until the thirty first of March next year, which makes even less sense. This is uh. it, this is so not.
1: I mean, like this is not what I'm used to from Nintendo. So this is it. Almost feels like a, a, uh, and that they're forcing, uh, how how to put it. So like they're creating this market in which. Demand is only increasing by keeping supply limited. Oh, they did.
0: Yeah, they did. I mean, it's kind of like
1: now... the, the the NES and the SNES uh, classic when they came out with that that they just did like a limited run. Uh, and even if they didn't do a limited run, they knew everybody was going to buy it. But now it's like it looks like they're artificially jacking up demand by keeping supply limited.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's re- yeah. it's really stupid because. If you look at eBay, people are, people. are the scalpers are already at it. They're selling their pre-orders for two, three, four times the amount that it costs, which is ridiculous.
1: I feel like by doing that, you give scalpers only more reasons to do what they do.
0: Exactly. Because otherwise, those people don't have a reason to basically exist. Yeah. It's one of the weird things that Nintendo did in the past three weeks. The other weird thing that they did over the past two weeks... Is announced a prequel to Breath of the Wild, which nobody saw coming because people are still waiting on the sequel to Breath of the Wild. We haven't heard Hide Nor Hair since they announced it, I think E3 last year. So they are still working on it, but dang it, they just, they've been doing that a lot. They just drop stuff. They're not announcing anything anymore. So if it's happening, it's happening. So they just dropped the announcement and the trailer. And it was, I was just. I think I was, I was done with work. I was on my way home. I was just checking my YouTube feed, my subscription feed, and then I saw an, uh Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity prequel to Breath of the Wild. Wait. What? So I watched the video, and I almost couldn't contain myself because this is probably one of the best-looking Dynasty Warrior spin-off games that I've ever seen, and that's saying a lot. I, I w- always wonder why the first Hyrule Warriors was so good and
1: Dynasty Warriors kind of sucks or at least if you're not a Dynasty Warriors fan it sucks so where's that quality difference?
0: I think it's because they're using characters that people are more familiar with than you know Romance of the Three Kingdoms which you know other than you oh wow (laughs) I'm over (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm
1: the only one in the world
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> Emperor Sean Templar who made China great who will know who pe- who the characters are in Dynasty Warriors <laughs> oh, okay.
1: well, at least I had fun
0: doing it <laughs> but um, no I mean I think that's part of the reason I think that's also part of the reason why they're doing spin-offs more than investing in new Dynasty Warriors it's not like they're not doing them it's just if you look at the Dynasty Warrior games they've really slowed down yeah and- original games and have more been yep. spin-offs, you know, like Hyrule Warriors, Fire Emblem Warriors, um the, the Gundam ones. Yep. Which yeah Because I bad. think
1: we only got two Dynasty Warriors this generation. Whereas yeah during the PS2 and the three era yeah, we got it. a lot of them. <laughs>
0: a lot of them because yeah. they're probably easy to make. Yep. And they were using the same engine over and over again. This one the the Age of Calamity is actually made in cooperation with the developers at Nintendo, which I'm assuming they mean the Zelda team, um, so it looks great. It the the cutscenes look like Breath of the Wild. The graphics are Breath of the Wild. You get to play as the champions. You get to play as Zelda, you know, because it's a it's a Hyrule Warriors game. But it also makes sense because the age of the the Age of Calamity is about the story that takes place 100 years before Breath of the Wild. The reason why you wake up to a ruined Hyrule in Breath of the Wild is because of the Calamity War that happened. And basically, this game picks up right before the Calamity War happens, throughout the Calamity War, and it's probably going to end with um, Link being put in the hyperbolic time chamber to heal for the next 100 years, and Zelda finding her power and sealing Ganon away. Spoilers if you haven't played Breath of the Wild, but you had, what, like, 3 4 years now. So, yeah, I the, the thing the, the thing is though, it has spiked sales of the definitive edition on Amazon. So like everybody's now trying to get the original Hyrule Warriors just to see what the gameplay is like. I never bought it, but I had it on my
1: list of games I wanted to play when I had a Switch.
0: I have the Wii U version, so I didn't feel the need to buy the Switch version. Hmm. Ironically, I mean, I wouldn't pick it up now still because I got all the DLC on the Wii U. So I'm kind of like, eh, maybe if they, maybe one day if they bring it down to like twenty bucks, which is never gonna happen, by the way, um, or someone buys it for me, I don't know. Um, but I would, <laughs> to, I would I'd love to, I'd love to retread. I, I would like to try and play that a game again. I might even hook up. I might even hook it up to my TV again, play it on my Wii U. But the gameplay itself from the original Hyrule Warriors was fun. I mean, it's a fun game. It's, nice. it's a nice way to wind down after a long day of hard work and just being annoyed by people. You can just chill out and play that instead because then you're mowing down lots of moblins and whatnot. And uh, yeah, just kind of shut your brain off.
1: That's why I like Dynasty Warriors. You can just zone out and just button bash at thousands of
0: enemies. Exactly. But that was not the only thing that surprised us this week because um So we have talked about a lot of rumors, right? Uh, yep, that's basically Especially, all we do. <laughs> basically we, all we do because, you know, the 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 two guys that are bringing out next gen consoles are really 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 slow in announcing stuff. This week, however, someone forced their hand because their trailer for the Xbox Series S got leaked. And then Microsoft just said, you know what? Whatever. Here. Here's the information that you wanted. Here, happy now. I mean, they took it, they took it in stride, which makes me wonder if it wasn't planned. They were gonna do the reveal next week. Exactly. They said that they were gonna do the reveal next week, but were they? We don't know. Yeah, because Phil I mean, Spencer tweeted it out. Yeah, he said so, but is that really what they were going to do? I you don't know that. I don't uh, know that. I mean, like, He's just saying that they were. I don't see a reason
1: for them to lie about it. I mean, what's the added benefit of I mean, they they could have said nothing on Twitter. Yeah, true. true. Yeah. And the funny thing is is first the series S leaks which is funny Mm -hmm. because I predicted like months ago that it was going to be called Series S. I should have made a bet with somebody about that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then secondly, like they came out with this, the trailer was leaked and Mm -hmm. everything in it got announced. And then the day after, they came out with the release date and the pricing for the Series X as well, which I think kind of caught everybody off guard because nobody was
0: expecting that, Um, which is actually nice. So now we have a series. And I did say it was going to be, but I... They okay, they got me because I honestly thought it was gonna be um five ninety nine? Well yeah, I mean I was still on the edge of either four ninety nine or five ninety nine. Cause the way they were describing this this the Series X, I couldn't believe that it would be four ninety nine unless they were willing to take the hit. And from what I read, they are taking a big hit on both consoles. I wonder but, why they
1: I I wonder why they um, if they're taking a hit, so now like they're not undercutting Sony, and I think yeah. Sony's not Sony will never go to the 5.99 area because if they do, nobody's gonna buy the PlayStation. Let's be honest about that. Yeah. So basically, it will be 4.99 for the disc version, and either 3.99 or. Four forty nine for the digital edition. I think three ninety nine because that way they can I think,
0: yeah they can... It's, it's closer to it's closer to Microsoft then
1: yeah being like people can say why buy a Series S if you can spend hundred bucks more and you have a PS five which is more powerful plus you don't lose anything because it has far superior hardware on all uh, areas um, as far
0: as I as far as we know the digital version has the same capacity and hard drive space which the Series S does not. Yep, and I think, from what I've seen,
1: there's no proprietary expandable slot on the Series S. I haven't seen it on the back.
0: Oh, it's there. Oh, is it's it there?
1: there? I, I didn't, yeah. Okay. I
0: think uh, there was um, there was an unboxing that showed that. I haven't watched the video, but I know that someone said that in that video okay. there, the 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 slot is there. Because um, pricing
1: on that has surfaced as well as a rumor, which is two hundred and twenty dollars for terabyte, which is. A I lot. mean, it's a lot, but I think it's, it's-
0: two hundred and twenty. You're buying the Series S for two ninety nine, and then you probably have to add the 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 two hundred the alleged two hundred and twenty dollar, uh, memory card just so that you can have extra space because five hundred and twelve is not enough. That's what maybe one and a half times the Call of Duty, uh, Warzone, something like that. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> Yeah. I mean like if it, it is
1: it is within the the PCIe Gen four range of pricing, so because that would be the upgrade option for the PS five. I mean yeah. the cheapest good quality PCIe Gen four drive is around a hundred and ten euros for five hundred gigabytes. I mean you'd say, well, five hundred gigabytes isn't a lot, but it's still a lot more. And if you go for the one terabyte option, it's around uh, 190 so 200 um but you have more flexibility there i mean you could say well i have 800 gigabytes internally in my playstation and if i add 500 extra that should be enough because that's in theory 1.2 1.3 terabytes um which should be enough
0: right? yeah that that makes it a lot more flexible for playstation yep which is i'm assuming why they did that because Microsoft decided to partner with Seagate on this one yep. and make something proprietary, which means it's always gonna be more expensive.
1: Yeah, because the PCIe Gen four
0: SSDs are, are coming down
1: more and more in pricing as that becomes more common. So it's exactly. and you'll be I because I was already thinking like, okay, maybe I should should I buy one at launch? And I thought, like, you know what, I'll just wait and see because Sony's also gonna test out a lot of drives. So that way we kind of know which are are really good to use with the PS5 like you know what i'll just wait out i mean 800 gigs
0: is still a lot i'm assuming that they'll probably have a list of recommended drives before the the system launches though
1: i I don't know if it's before the launch but they have confirmed that they will test each individual drive and also put it on a list of recommended drives they said that during the the tech reveal done by mark cerny
0: like uh, earlier this year i just
1: don't know if they're gonna do it because he said well, they have go- to do
0: it, they have to do it around launch because it makes no sense to wait until after launch because yeah, you're going to have the early adopters that are either going to want to try it out to see if it works or people that just want more hard drive space.
1: Yeah, he said, Don't go out buying it now, wait, yeah, come with now. It. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, obviously.
1: Yeah, I mean it's now all eyes are on Sony, and we've we've discussed this. I and mean, I, there's a rumor that Sony's going to do an event at PAX next week because they have something. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be that, but um, the longer they wait, the more it will harm them because pre-orders for the Xbox start in ten days, so the twenty-second yep. of September. And I mean, um, the rumors- it comes yeah. up November 10th. Yeah, and so now the rumors are floating that the PlayStation might even come out in the same week so on November 13th on that Friday.
0: Hmm. Who knows, who knows? Um yeah, I mean I don't know. I uh, Sony Sony please just just uh, just get it over with. <laughs> just 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 get it it's it it was fun during the months of quarantine trying to figure it out. It's been it's been months now microsoft has forced you know what here's an idea whoever forced microsoft's hand by leaking that stuff do the same for sony then we can get it all out of the way it could be that the
1: guy that leaked it doesn't have the same intel as from the sony side i mean i think it's windows Uh, central that leaked it
0: yeah yeah it's a guy from windows central i forget his name uh yeah but we also got some more stuff um, this time from the p c guys, so yo p c guys listen up, Nvidia just dropped their new r t x three thousand series, and boy, oh boy it's actually kind of surprising because there's a lot of stuff in there that i is reasonably priced. I think that 's what they're aiming for, so they've they've gone, and well they can kind of have my- after don't they.
1: Yeah, I mean like everybody was expecting to them to offer the GPUs at the same price, but they've just kind of shook up that market by saying, "Okay, we're going to for now they're coming out with three GPUs, which is the RTX 3070, 80 and 90. The 3070 costs 499 and is ev- is either faster or as fast as the current fastest GPU on the market, the 2080 Ti. As a reference, the 2080 Ti is between 1200 and 1700 euros to buy, and the 3070 is gonna cost 499. So, like for the half of the price, you're getting the performance of the best card now, or maybe even a little bit better than that. Um, if that's not enough for you, you can go towards a 3080, which is twice as fast as the previous 2080, um, and then you can go. That one is 719 in euros, seven 699 in dollars. And if you want, you can even upscale it from there and go to the 3090, which takes the place of the RTX Titan. The Titan was 2499 now, and now the the 3090 is 1499 It's the world's first 8K GPU with an asterisk that um, I think NVIDIA is betting a lot on DLSS to kind of get up to that 8K playable frame rate. Um,
0: because oh, well, they sh- they sh- they showed it to a couple of people, f- um, from the more journalistic side of the industry. Uh, they even person. they even I I don't know how they got him, but they even got Adam Sessler to try that thing out, and he was like, "I'm out." Like, yeah. I don't think he's done anything in the game industry for so long, like you know, journalistic wise. But they got Adam Sessler to test it out, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean it's. From the review, it comes out Friday, 17th of September. The reviews were supposed to come out on the Monday of the week, but they've been pushed till the, the day before. Um, but there have been benchmarks and, and performance things that have leaked out. They are saying that the 3080 will perform 30% raw performance, better than a 2080 Ti. But I think where all, the, all these cars are going to shine is in the DLSS RTX areas, because in those games it can go up to 70% uh performance gains if you have DLSS and RTX turned on. And for the people that don't know DLSS, it's basically a machine learning super sampling. So what it does is is the game downloads a profile which has been through machine learning optimized and then it's it renders the game at a lower resolution and then it bumps it up to a higher resolution. Um normally you would say that would create a loss in quality. But for some reason, this magical solution boosts the frame rate by a lot uh, and also the details in the game by a lot. So in a way, it is, I wouldn't say the future, but it is one of those things that will hopefully play a bigger part in the future. There's not a lot of games that support it. But for example, a game such as Flight Simulator would benefit tremendously from DLSS because that is basically the crisis of this era and there's no yeah. GPU out there that can run that game on ultra 60 fps right now.
0: Well, that and you also need the uh, data caps to not be there. In some countries, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Nvidia is on a roll. Um AMD is is uh, also announced that they're going to announce some stuff in, in October. Yep. So they'll
1: do on October
0: 8th, yeah, October, October 28th, right? Yeah, it's the Zen 3 architecture, so that's Ryzen
1: 4000, that's new yeah. CPUs. Um, for people that don't know, the AMD CPUs at, for the last few years, I think, have been the best bang for your buck CPUs. They're outperforming Intel in a lot of areas, purely from a price and performance point of view. Um, yeah. I still stick to Intel, I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> a lot of people are switching to AMD. From a graphics point of view, they will announce the the new Navi GPU, which is supposed to support ray tracing, hardware waste, and that will be on the 28th of October with a rumored launch date of November. So they're, they're supposed to come out before the next-gen consoles. So we might mm-hmm. be able to get like an early glimpse of what these consoles might be able to produce from a graphics point of view, because yeah, yeah. the CPUs are Zen 2 in the next-gen console. so we won't notice it there. But um, it'll be nice to see how realistic all those fancy videos we've seen so far are actually real
0: yep also uh, if we if we're still if we're talking about you know graphics enhancements um there is one more, more rumor i didn't list it here but i just re- got reminded about it because it's been doing the rounds again and i honestly uh, i'll just bring it up this time and then i won't bring it up until it's actually proven real <laughs> But rumors of a new Switch have been swirling like a lot lately. And it's been driving me insane because it appears in every feed that I go to. I've seen it. Um, that is rumoring either a next generation Switch coming out sometime in March of next year. Or what they like to call that they've been calling that for years. A, a Switch Pro. Um, <laughs> quotes. Wouldn't Which, that be a funny naming scheme? A uh, Switch Pro. Just no. Not fun. Um if they I mean if Nintendo's going to bring out a next gen Switch it makes sense uh, they have to kind of keep up now because uh, if we're going to go into the next gen it might have a problem with that because the Tegra 1 is not going to keep up with that. But the rumor is is that it's going to get a new chip um in the in the Tegra line that um is capable of doing DLSS which if that's the case oh, okay well, not like high-end DLSS, but just high enough to output in 4K. Okay, that's nice. So that would be a game changer for the Switch. And it would also bring it up to, at least up to spec enough for it to run basically good enough, right? Because if it's going to do, for example, subpar Xbox, uh, Xbox uh, One, graphics or playstation 4 graphics i should say playstation 4 because playstation 4 is technically a little bit more powerful than the xbox one and it does it with dlss then hey there's there's a lot to gain from that so i mean
1: switch games there are never there, yeah are on the level that it needs to look super realistic it doesn't uh, have to yeah it w- i think it would be it would be enough
0: for the switch Yeah, but for it to continue to get the multi-platforms, I mean, if you really think about it, we were supposed to get Doom Eternal on Switch earlier this year, and then they delayed it because they said they wanted to work on it a little bit longer. And then nothing. They have said nothing about that game. The only thing that we know that is it indeed, it's still coming. The other thing that's going around is that there's uh, apparently um, developers anonymously saying that, they got word from Nintendo to make their games 4K ready. Which, if that's the case, I mean, I'm seriously doubting that that's true. But if that's the case, that means no, not for actual 4K, but it would be something that would involve, uh, that would validate the, DL- the DLSS rumor. Because then you'd be easily upscaling the games to 4K, even if the games aren't running at 4K. Uh, i mean um i, I think that it, it will probably happen
1: next year i don't see it doing being done this year because then we no, i don't all, think they're all gonna, all gonna all announce of, anything this year uh, rumors from the supply chain mm-hmm. um i would say that uh zelda breath of the wild sequel would be the perfect game to showcase
0: the, the graphics It would. it would but
1: yeah i mean i wonder when nintendo's gonna give an update around that
0: yeah i I think also there's two reasons to hyrule warriors age of uh, calamity being a thing and i think one of the things is that this is supposed to be a holdover for breath of the wild too um so that at least people are getting something breath of the wild related while they wait yeah and it's a cool way to do it i mean um, we're st- heck, we're still waiting on uh, the Metroid Prime Four, and they're not doing anything around that. We're not seeing any kind of compilation or collection or whatnot. So, and also next year, am I saying that right? Next year, I think, is the thirty fifth anniversary of Zelda, so that would be a perfect coincide if I, if uh, Breath of the Wild two came out around that same time. And they actually did a proper anniversary, unlike unlike what they're doing right now with Mario. Um, but then again, we did get the Lego Super Mario kit and the Lego NES set out of it, so you know, yeah. That's and they're doing some cool stuff with clothes, so you know, if that's something you're into, you know, good for you. <laughs> um, and then a few more things that we want to go through, um, real quickly because otherwise this is going to be way too long. Ubisoft. Were you looking forward to it? Yes and no. I didn't know what to expect. And then when yeah. I watched it. You just ignored my joke. Oh sorry.
1: <laughs> looking forward to it, yes. Yes, uh,
0: because it was Ubisoft Ford. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm cringe, I know. Um uh, but yeah. Yeah. I, What'd you I, think?
1: Um I'm happy they didn't show the game I mean they didn't show Assassin's Creed and I'm kinda happy that they didn't because maybe that's the most obvious thing. And they didn't show Far Cry. Um they showed Watch Dogs Legion. Oh
0: my goodness, I totally forgot that they announced a the new Far Cry
1: game. Um I'm I don't know if I'm gonna play it. I mean I skipped out on the last two, so uh yeah. Um I was happy to see more Watch Dogs because I am actually looking forward to Watch Watch Dogs Legion. Um, and it really looks like it's going to come out instead of it, going, it it being pushed out again. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, there were some surprise things in there, like uh, a Prince of Persia remake of the first one, The Sands of Time. Um, yeah,
0: a lot of Prince of Persia fans whipped that day. Yep. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I am
1: I like that game um, from a graphical point of view. It, it doesn't look as pretty as you would expect. Maybe it's because yeah. it's done alpha. Um, yeah,
0: but it's coming out in like a matter of weeks.
1: It's coming out uh, 2021, I think in January or something like Wait, that. Wait, are you sure?
0: Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Not a matter of week, Matter of months, but still. Yeah. Uh, yeah but they yeah. showed an
1: alpha build. And then they also showed what was previously known as Gods and Monsters. It's now called Immortals Phoenix Rising or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That I'll I told you as well. It felt really like a cross between Zelda Breath of the Wild and Shadow of the Colossus which isn't necessarily a bad thing.
0: Everybody's making the Breath of the Wild comparison.
1: Yeah, I think it has to do with the climbing mechanics. because uh, you can climb. Among
0: other things. Among yeah. other things. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. I mean, it, it, down to the shrine. Oh, sorry, not shrine. The vaults, literally the same kind of rhythm. You do the puzzles, you get through it, and in the end, there's a little MacGuffin that allows you to upgrade your skills, which is literally what happens in Breath of the Wild. So yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, it's not I'm not dogging it. this this if it sounds like I'm dogging it, I'm not. It looks really fun, um, and it has this narration of Zeus and Prometheus, which is really they have this banter back and forth, and basically they're telling the story that you're playing through. So it, it looks like fun. The graphics actually look really good. Um, there's some sweet ass combos in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate it. And it's coming to Switch, so I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out this year in December. Yeah. That's nice. Good on them, because I thought I thought for sure that game was going to come out in 2021. I th- thought so as well. initially
1: it was going to come out in Q1 of this year.
0: Yes, it was. And then they yeah. delayed pretty much everything because yep. of, what, Wild Badlands? Breakpoint. Breakpoint, yeah. Because of that. So, and it looks like that was a good idea. That was the right move to do, apparently. Because yep. it looks good, but, Like the name is fine. The only thing that I'm not really a fan of is that instead of making a memorable character, they're like, here you go, make your own character. And I don't mind customization, but it makes the char- the main character look a little bit generic.
1: I thought because in the demo there was a woman in there as a character. I thought, hey, this is Ubisoft trying to make good for
0: the bad stuff. Oh, this is definitely for for it to make good. Yeah, but I I didn't. They could have just made a male character because you can choose gender. Yeah, they could have just made a male character and have him roam around. But no, they specifically chose to have a female. Actually, when the original reveal trailer came out, it was also a female. Yeah, but I didn't know that was
1: before I knew you could create your own character. So I thought yeah, you know, that was before we, uh, yeah, like a, uh, an Assassin's Creed Odyssey, wherein it's just a female character. Um, and I thought that's them making up for it, but then they said, yeah, you can customize your character. And I'm like, I'm not a big fan of character customization because mm. I hate it when my character is a mute. And in a lot of these games, your character is a mute. So he doesn't talk or say a thing like the division has it. Um, a lot of games have it. I mean, the games that do it, such as Ghost Recon Breakpoint, just has a character that talks. Uh, Mass Effect had that. I mean, those are like super cool because that way you you get a better connection because they always say, well, we let you create your own character so you can feel more connected with the character. I, If my t- character doesn't talk, I don't feel connected with it at all because he's a mute. I'm not a mute.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, okay.
1: No offense to mutes. No, 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 uh, of course not. But I mean, like, it's... The logic behind um, it is strange
0: yeah i know i know it's it's um yeah that's the only part of it that's mm, that i'm not really 100 happy about but you know it is what it is and then they announced a bunch of other stuff which um
1: Fantastic siege is coming to uh, the next gen console it's going to be 4k 120
0: fps and apparently they're committed i to years. honestly want to see that in person the hundred and twenty frames because I don't have a TV that does hundred twenty frames per second. I want to see that in person. I don't know how I'm going to see it in person, but if I because they're saying sixty frames are four um, K at one hundred and twenty, I want to see it because that seems like yeah, a honest, pipe dream. I think with the graphical fidelity of that game, they
1: would be able to pull it off because it's not one of the prettiest games out there. I mean.
0: um if it Maybe that's why they like, are able to pull it
1: Yeah, I mean, if it was something like The Division, I would say there... The Division is graphically intense, so I would say, whoa, yeah. Division 120 is whoa, but this is it basically... Hey, the... if they
0: can do Division at 120 frames at 1080p, I honestly wouldn't care. That would be excellent. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. I think Division is... They said Division 2, for example, is backwards compatible Yeah. With PS5 and Xbox, but they haven't said, like...
0: And they haven't said whatever enhance- enhancements it yeah, might get from you.
1: Yeah. Because the funny thing is they also announced uh new stuff for the division that there's a game
0: mode that's gonna come out
1: for the division. Um, yeah. it, let me see. I think I it's called Summit.
0: It it's called some. Yeah, the Summit. Yeah. At the Summit.
1: So basically it's part of the Warlords of New York expansion. You're in the you're going to try to clear out this super tall building that has a hundred floors. And the Mm -hmm. higher you get, the more harder it becomes with difficult enemies and stuff like that. There are kind of like checkpoints in there um, so you can go back and forth. Um, It looks cool and fun, kind of like a ward mode kind of idea. Um, It's coming out in in 10 days as well, I think, something like that. And they'll also bring out an update which is going to rebalance and improve and enhance and stuff like that. Um, They're also doing live seasons. So, for example, um, Season 3, is just beginning or, or, or it's going to begin soon and then they tease what's going to happen in season 4 um, I won't say too much because if people haven't played the Warlords of New York they don't find out about the plot twist at the end but the end of the game kind of had a twist in it that I didn't see coming and season 4 will continue
0: on that uh, path mm-hmm. so I'm really curious to see how that goes All right, excellent um, a couple of other things that we did not expect they, and I can't believe they got this done, those mad lads at Ubisoft were able to reacquire the license to Scott Pilgrim vs. The World so that they can re-release the game for its 10-year anniversary. That game was locked on Xbox Live when that license expired, so there was no way to rebuy it or re-download the game. Oh, crap. Now you can get it again, and it's coming to Switch. Sweet enough. Yay. And it's such a... It's real. it's like if you're a if you're into it's a good year for beat em ups. I mean between Battletoads coming out and uh, Streets of Rage 4, I it's a the, good year
1: for beat-em-ups. I thought that Brawlhalla is coming to
0: mobile. It it has, it has. Oh, it has um, already. Yeah, it has. I haven't tried it yet though. I think I downloaded it, but I haven't tried it yet. Um, but it does support controllers, so if you have a controller, you can hook it up to your smartphone of choice and play it with that or you can use the touch controls i haven't i'll try the touch controls i may or may not talk about it um it it looks like brawlhalla again it's a good year for beat-em-ups
1: by the way i forgot to mention but um the build that was shown of uh, prince of persia was an old build during uh, some interviews, Ubisoft showed screenshots from a newer build. And oh, yeah? um, the game is apparently running on the Anvil engine, which powers Assassin's Creed. And there's a pretty big difference between the older build and the newer build. The newer build pictures look a lot better than the old one that we saw in the...
0: So why show the old one?
1: I think because these things are pre-recorded. So like um. sometimes these things are like, pre-recorded weeks in advance. And then yeah. the, the the development on the game just goes on. Um, I sent you the link so you can have a look at it. But basically,
0: uh, basically, what what happened with uh, Halo? Yeah, but I think in
1: Halo the game is in actually in a bad state. Otherwise, they would.
0: <laughs> otherwise, they wouldn't have delayed yeah. it.
1: <laughs> otherwise, they would have just said like, you know what? Tune in next week because we'll do a live stream of how the game actually looks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, and that's something bombing because I mean we we found out yesterday that or this I found out this morning that kena spirits of light or whatever the game is called the
0: bridge of spirits one, yeah, is
1: yeah. pushed back to the first quarter of 2021 and i mean like the launch lineup for these next gen consoles are becoming more and more generic so it's another assassins creed game another call of duty game another madden another fifa and you would want. I'm to gonna be, the next generation. Gotta
0: be honest. Right. One of the reasons why I don't, I I don't jump on the bandwagon, band bandwagon of PlayStation 4 or Xbox during the launch because most of the games either is coming out on the current generation, um, or on PC. So if there's something that I really want to get, I'd get it on something that I already own. Yep. Kenna and Miles Morales were the only two things that were making me go like that almost. That almost feels like it's well, that and Ratchet and Clank almost feels like it's worth getting it on launch. But um, I don't know. The Miles, Miles, I, I'm, I still love Miles and I really want to play that game um, someday. Um, same goes for Ratchet and Clank. I'm actually really curious about how that works. But Kenna was the real, honestly, for me personally, that was the show stealer. Yep, and yeah. it, and yep. to me, if they need a little bit more time, I get it. Um, it's not easy to develop games, especially if you're an in, independent developer who used to work in a you know in a studio and environment close to each other, um, because before this they mostly did animation stuff. So I get that that's not if you're pivoting from that to gaming, and then you have to pivot again because you have to work from home. It's gonna be a bigger challenge than they probably expected which is what they said. Um so I honestly I'm surprised that they're saying Q1 because they could have easily said until further notice. Um but I think they were close I think they're closer to finishing up than they than we thought. So it's yeah. they they probably just need the extra f- couple of months to finish it up um and then release it. I,
1: uh, I mean, like, the, the reason why I'm going for a next-gen console is because, I mean, Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs Legions, and Call of Duty are all coming to next-gen. And, I mean, that's... Instead of saying, like, oh, I'll just buy it on a PlayStation 4, I was like, okay, you know what? If I'm going to play those games, I might as well wait until the PS5 comes out, and then I might as well play them on the PS5. I mean, yeah, I can play them on, on PC, and I am thinking about upgrading my GPU to a 3080, I mean, so I could as well play them on PC, but it's maybe it's me trying to justify buying a PS5 and then saying like, "Oh, at least I have games to play on it." Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's I don't, yeah, I don't. I'm like, I, I hope Sony, because they said that Ratchet and Clank is coming out in the launch window, so that should probably be around like maybe January or something like that, or February. At the yeah, and I think like I, I kind of hope Sony. The, the releases Horizon Forbidden West at least in the first six months of twenty one twenty one instead of saying like okay this is our holiday season game. um But the funny thing is is, is and it maybe it's getting a bit ahead of things, but we kind of do need to know what's going to happen next year because when those new consoles come out, people will automatically enjoy it for like a couple of weeks and then they'll automatically switch to. Okay, but what's going to happen for the rest of the year and what's going to happen in the holiday season? Because now we don't know what's coming out in the holiday season.
0: And that's where Microsoft is going to win it because they, especially with the Series S, are going to be pushing Game Pass hard this holiday season to compensate for that. You know, you have a bunch of games ready for you. If you get Series S, you can play all these games in enhanced uh, resolution and enhanced frame rates and H- uh, hdr smart stuff. delivery smart delivery
1: did you, um, uh, you know that the xbox game pass pc is going to go up from four, 399 to
0: 999 yeah because they're adding the ea stuff
1: yeah and it's coming out of beta
0: so um it was technically in beta oh, yeah uh, oh a- wow that's kind of disappointing the funny
1: thing is is they said we're adding EA Play for no extra cost, and then they're bumping up the price for the. And
0: ninety nine. I'm going to be honest.
1: I'm going to cancel my PC subscription because, really? as it is right now, I'm not using Game Pass a lot. So there are like these instances okay, sure, in which I'm like, oh, you know what? Up and at three ninety nine, I'm fine with saying, look, I don't mind if I if I pay the three ninety nine because one month I'll probably use it more than the other, or if I don't use it for a month, I'm okay with three ninety nine. But nine ninety nine, it feels like a different kind of, it feels like a Netflix subscription. You know? Yeah. And I use my Netflix subscription a lot. So <laughs> that's different. So when I heard it, it was like I understand the move. Unfortunately, that will automatically cause me to cancel my subscription because I How much does
0: it cost right now for Xbox? Like if you get Game Pass, isn't that
1: there are I think, two tiers. You have the, I think it's also something like nine ninety nine, and then for fifteen bucks or something, you get the ultimate that has X Cloud in it and the PC. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I think they're trying to push people more to get ultimate. Uh, I might get with it for X Cloud.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I might get it for another month when Age of Empires 3 Remaster comes out because I mean I want to play that. <laughs> um, but you know,
0: uh... the only plus side is that you don't have to get the EA. The EA thing separately now. If you do that,
1: that's a good deal because I mean, um, I don't have EA play any EA Origins or whatever EA play yeah. anymore. Um, but like, if you felt like in a mood and you want to play Star Wars Battlefront or Rogue Squ- or the Squadrons or whatever, it's an easy way to jump into that and play it. I mean, when when Anthem came out, I could play it a week in advance because I had EA access. Um,
0: yeah. So like. In the future are they guys. Did they actually mention that that's that those games would also then be added to Xcloud or not? They haven't mentioned that. Hmm, I wonder if they're gonna do that. Because that would be like that would be a crazy deal. But is it basically all
1: the games that you can play?
0: No, nah, there's a limited amount. I think they said that once Xcloud launches, it's a hundred games. They haven't, sta- I don't think they've stated which hundred games.
1: Oh, okay. Because I thought, because you could use your own Xbox as your own X Cloud, And I thought, well, if I pop in a random game, it should work off of it, basically. Because it's basically an Xbox that's running the game,
0: right? No, that's the free version. Okay. I think. I don't know. I'll have to do some research on that. Um, anyways. Uh, is there anything else? Oh, right. Um. I haven't checked it out, but you could probably talk about it. So we'll end on that. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War also got announced yeah, a couple it, of weeks ago. It got announced. I uh, think. Did we touch about? Did it t- I don't think we touched no, upon we'll it. Touch about it? No. Yeah.
1: I think it got announced two weeks ago. Yeah.
0: No, we did. We did, did we? on the single player. Yeah, because oh, we yeah, talked yeah. about how how eerily realistic uh, Ronald Reagan looked. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this
0: week was the the multiplayer
1: reveal, and. Um, it really looks nice they're um they're going for a more um so uh, modern warfare is like completely different than black ops because of the way the combat is and not because of just the era so they're they're focusing on a, a, a different kinds of areas so they're adding existing modes but also new modes um one of the things that they're doing is um they're adding something called combined arms which is for example uh, domination, in which you have to take over three map, three points on the map, but they've bumped it up to twenty four people and they've added vehicles, so it kind of makes it a bit more fun and chaotic. Um, they have uh, something in it called fire teams, which basically looks like a co op thingy. I don't know if it's for sure, but that's what we, what the impression that we got. Um, weapon customization is a bit more in, a bit more ex- expanded. Uh, perks are more expanded. Uh, The time to kill is longer, so the time to kill is basically like how long it takes you to kill somebody when you shoot at it. And at Modern Warfare, it's really low, so it's really quick. And compared to uh, Modern Warfare, it's going up considerably. So I think in Modern Warfare, it's like 163 in milliseconds. And in Black Ops uh, Cold War, it's double that. So I think it does take a bit of use to getting that. So you'll have to put more bullets into someone. I basically only play hardcore, so I probably won't notice the difference that much. <laughs> um, a, a cool thing to see was that characters have health bars on top of their head. So when you're shooting at somebody, you can you see can their health draining. Right. Oh, okay. So that's nice. I mean, like, oh, okay, that way I at least know what kind of state he is or was when I got killed. Um, they have different types of maps. So they showed a map in Miami in the downtown Neon streets, which, which really had this Scarface, uh, GTA Vice City kind of vibe. Uh, they showed a map in Moscow. They showed a map in I think, in Uzbekistan. So there's a lot of diversity in maps and in environments. Um, the Warzone is going to play a big part. So your progress from Warzone will carry over to uh, Warzone and Black Ops. And Warzone is also coming to PS5. So we will basically have, from what I understood, two versions of Warzone. The Modern Warfare version of Warzone and the Black Ops version of Warzone. I don't know how they're going to tie that in together. Um, It's going to be cross-platform and cross-generational. So you'll be able to play on a PS5 against a PS4 player or an Xbox One player and vice versa. Um, if you buy the cross-gen version, you get both versions. The cross-gen version is €75. Euros.
0: You can't see it right now because this is an audio podcast, but Sean Templer can, and I'm visibly cringing at that. The funny staggering thing, staggering decision from Activision. I looked. At, I looked on the PlayStation Store
1: for the pre-order prices. But so the normal PS4 version is sixty nine ninety nine. The right. cross-gen version is seventy four ninety nine. So for five euros more, you're getting the PS5 version. Whereas a lot of people are saying, "Here's the next-gen version for free."
0: Yeah, thanks, Activision.
1: Uh, are you surprised at all? I mean
0: absolutely not i mean especially looking at what take two is doing with with uh, nba 2k21 yeesh i think if activision
1: were ever to come up with a slogan such as for the players such as sony does mm. everybody would just laugh at them and say like you're never going to be able to pull this slogan off for the players yeah i mean okay. for the investors or for the money or or for bobby Kotic. yep um, sure. yeah, I mean, like one <laughs> of Black Ops Cold War is looking really, really fun. The footage they showed was captured on the PS5. Um, mm-hmm. after the event, they did uh multiplayer with streamers, which we're all playing on PC. Even on PC, it looks amazing. Um, the game will get support for RTX and DLSS, so that's a really nice performance booster. Um, and yeah, I mean they're like subtle things in there. So they've made adjustments to, for example, movement. So your character's movement is far far more fine tuned. So for example, now the 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 movement is a bit more linear. So you like either run or you walk, and the sound is is either hard yeah. or soft. And with Black Ops, they've added like a more dynamics thing to it. So like if you move slower, the sound that your footsteps produce are actually sl- uh, lower in volume. Instead of just being really loud or really soft, so there's yeah. like more, more finer, gradual increase in there, and they've also done something around the movement system in which if you slide, you it, it all yeah, the way they explained it. I don't know how to explain it right now, but when it when they explained it to me, like made sense. Like okay, this is far more refined movement, so it will probably impact gameplay in a better way. Um, I watched some streamers, and they did say that if you're used to Modern Warfare. This game might not be for you because the, the game lacks a bit of depth compared to Modern Warfare from an unlocks point of view, I think, or from a replay point of view. But maybe that's because it's in this early state. Um, it's coming out on November 13th, so it'll be there for the next-gen consoles when they launch.
0: Hmm. They didn't move up the date.
1: So I So I think because Call of Duty is coming out on November 13th, which is a Friday... I think mm-hmm. PS5 will come out that day as well because a lot of things generally have been that this generation Sony has been working really closely with
0: Activision. True. Uh, and I mean, like I said... Well, so it, that means that Ubisoft has put all their eggs in their basket with uh, with Xbox then. Uh, because, if they, because if they took the effort to move up uh, Valhalla's launch date to meet... The, the the November tenth launch of the uh, the new Xbox uh, Xboxes, um, yeah, uh, I think that's I think that's what we're seeing happen. It's a weird shift.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can like Ubisoft is all in on next gen because when the next gen consoles come out, or let me just put it this Christmas or holiday season, you you can buy Watch Dogs Legion, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, G- uh, Immortals, Phoenix Immortal, Rise, all Immortals, those can be bought on the next-gen consoles as well as on current-gen. Who knows? Maybe they'll do something for For Honor and for Ghost Recon and for Rainbow. Well, Six we Six. already
0: we we already know about Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah,
1: I don't know um, if they're gonna do it this year because it could be that they just do push it out next year. But if if they may yeah, yeah, if they do all that stuff in that in that short window, then I think Ub- Ubisoft will profit a lot from next-gen consoles.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, I'm curious to see if they will do something for For Honor because that still has a player base.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's the cool part to see that Ubisoft they have they have this two prong approach this generation in which they support a lot of their games that they came out at the beginning of the generation, but they're also iterating and coming out with new IPs or with newer games at the same time. Um mm-hmm. apparently the commitment for Rainbow Six Siege is ten years and they're only at the halfway mark. Uh, and I mean, For Honor is in Season 4 now. Division 2 is in Season 3, I think. So what it is a great time to be a gamer that has old games that are being supported. It's not like mm-hmm. Battlefield Five, which lost support this summer only because it came out two years ago and it didn't turn out to be the game they hoped it to be.
0: EA games challenging everything.
1: <laughs> in a bad way, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah, we actually missed one um from ubisoft speaking of new ips they actually ended with a new ip which is um extreme sporting the open world game oh sorry i mean to say it's called uh writer's republic i thought it was steep too but i honestly thought it was steep too and then i remember wait steep is i think an ea game
1: no, no, no. It's also Ubisoft game. Oh, it is Ubisoft, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: what, so what is up with this? You already have an IP where you could have done this in, and you're just like, We're, well, we'll just make a new IP again. <laughs> yeah. will make stuff. it multiplayer open world. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah.
0: It looks like a lot of fun, though. I'm not going to lie. It looks crazy fun, but it doesn't look like there's a lot of objectives. It's just go online and have fun with other people doing whatever kind of extreme sport you want. Yeah, I I wonder if um
1: uh Wow, I lost my train of thought there. Sorry that. I don't know anymore. Never mind.
0: Yeah. Did you by the way see the post show? They showed Roller Champions. I totally forgot that game was a thing.
1: I uh and I saw it in a pre-show and I thought like are people
0: really playing playing this? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was like what? Okay, apparently there is a player base for this otherwise they wouldn't do it or they're trying to get more people to play it. I don't know. But I totally forgot the existence of that game full stop. Sorry Ubisoft, but uh They're trying to turn everything into a games as a service. And that is kind of a problem. But to be honest... Not a bad problem, just a problem. They they don't suck at it.
1: I mean, I think EA could learn from them how to turn Anthem into a good
0: game. It's just that... EA can learn a lot from a lot of people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Did you actually know? Because that's something I found out recently. And it's not something EA actively throws out there. But that's actually a cool thing that they do. They have the EA Originals label in which Mm -hmm. they help a lot of indie developers with their games. But Mm -hmm. um, basically what EA does is is EA gives them money to make their game and EA helps them market their game. And then when the game comes out and the game starts generating money, EA only takes back the investment, no profit at all, and everything else that is generated on that game goes back to the developer. And they're not even actively seeing this. This is more like, but we have this. So I was I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they mentioned this, and I thought like, and they they all said, like, why is EA doing this, and why aren't they talking about this? And in the end, I thought like, okay, maybe it's because they want to create relationships with developers, so that they if they want to buy a developer, it's easier for them to buy it because they kind of know what the developer has done, so it's easier mm-hmm. to acquisition them. But I thought like, it's actually pretty cool that EA does this, and they don't openly say it that they're doing this. It's more like, oh yeah, we have this um. I mean a way out, and uh, the what was the game called? The one with the character with the suit was made fair? of the, fair, yeah, and the one with the character was made of
0: the string, you know. Oh, um, uh, dang it, what's it called? Un, un, untangled. Un, st- untangled. Yeah, no, no, no not, not untangled. Untangled. No, no, no. It's ah, good grief. It came to the sequel came to switch. What's yeah, but like all yeah. Of these games are
1: un... from the from this label, and those are all good games.
0: Uh, let me just uh, originals. Oh, good grief! I don't. I think it was unbound or unwound or something, something like something in that regard. Uh, good grief! What's it called again? Unspooled? No. Uh, no, that's not it.
1: Untangled. Or, or Take, ra-
0: unravel. Unravel. Thank you. Yeah. Unravel and unravel
1: too. Yeah. yeah. That one. But I so like yeah. that one. is also an EA original. And, you know, they don't make money on that. They just help the developers, which is pretty noble of them to do.
0: Which is pretty noble.
1: Yeah.
0: I kind of wish more people were talking about it. I mean, EA does not have to talk about it, but I wish that more people were talking about it. Yeah. So yeah um, I think that's about it we uh we talked for an hour yeesh okay <laughs> um, thank you for listening so far uh stick around and we'll be right back with what we've been playing
1: righty, everybody. Welcome back to our second segment. What have you been playing? As I always say, what have you been playing, Maximilian?
0: Well, not a, I mean I played a couple of things. Um I'll just start it with the stuff that I haven't played been playing for very long. I continued my play of Trials of Mana from the uh, from the collection of Mana collection. So it's not the uh the remastered version, the 3D version. Uh it's just the classic version from the Super Nintendo, which is fine. Um, it's the it's literally the same story, literally the same translations. The only difference is that you, um, you know, with the with the collection version, you still have the two player multiplayer. But I'm playing it alone, so you know, what's the point in that? Uh, it, it it did take me a bit to get into it again because I played the demo of the three D remake, and that one they improved the battle system. So that you can chain attacks now. And so the, why can't I chain it? To, oh, right. Yeah, it's a Super Nintendo game. And they did not have that. You only have one attack and it cools down. But the cooldown is at least a lot uh, quicker uh, or a lot shorter than it was in Secret of Mana, which really had a really big, cool time. So it kind of made it, even though it was an action game, it kind of felt turn-based in that regard. Um, but yeah, it's still good. Uh, the game still holds up my if for those that are interested my team compilation is Charlotte Kevin and Angela so the little girl who is apparently half elf or something like that who talks in this really annoying accent which is made even more annoying in the in the dub of the uh, of the remake because she speaks in this baby language with everything is a W. Oh, what is wrong? Stuff like that. Ugh. Just trying to imitate it makes my skin crawl. But it's in please text. Please don't
1: do that again. Please. <laughs>
0: that's just so But it's awful. in text, so I just read it and it just makes me annoyed that I have to read her lines. Other than that, it's fine. Um, and other than that, um... Yeah, I mean, it's not that bad. What, I also, uh, what I've also, also been playing is a little bit more of Fall Guys. And, uh, yeah, it's still weird.
1: I played Fall Guys, too. Like, uh, two weeks ago, I started playing it, and I played it Yay. the other day as well. Fall Guys is really nice. I didn't expect it's it. It's
0: really crazy, right?
1: It's just, I mean, it's so uh, funny how, to okay, see. Okay, my,
0: my, The main question, of course, that, every, that would be on everybody's mind. How far have you gotten? How many rounds have you gotten into it? Like the Round three so is my max. Really? Yeah. Okay, I was you know, playing it afterwards again a couple of times. I've actually gotten to round five. Oh nice only to lose. It's just
1: I I like the chaos of it, but you you can see because I was playing it with a friend and he said, Oh yeah, there's like it's funny to see that the community has found ways to let me say, like exploit certain things in the levels. So there's one, it. yeah. So there's one part in the level that you have to go up a ramp, but before you ma- turn the corner to go up the ramp, there are like these yellow spongy like objects. So you can jump on that thing and then jump on the ramp. So you don't have to make the turn. So you kind of get like a head start on uh, on that part. So they're like some of those things. That, and like in one part, you have these turning mills. And then a friend said like, you have to get hit by the mill. Cause when you do that, it
0: propels it you forward. i so, like,
1: yeah. Wow! I, if I hadn't played there's, with that, there are
0: some uh, there are some tactics. That, yeah, there's some next level tactics going yeah. on with Fall guys. Yeah,
1: I like it, it's funny to see the the. It's just funny to see how the the characters run. It's
0: almost like they're being chased. Like, oh no, run! run. you know, well, it's, they barely have any legs, so they have all they have is wobbling around. Yeah, them. it feels like a penguin. <laughs> a
1: penguin is trying to run. That's how it feels.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've. I, there are a few. There are a few of the games that I don't like, though. Whenever you have to catch the tail is stupid. Have you done those where you have to nab the tail?
1: No, but the the guy I was playing with, I, I spectated when I got disqualified, and he played a match, and it that's really uh, stressful because uh, you're constantly running around trying to grab the tail, and then somebody else grabs the tail. So that's pretty yeah it, it's fun to watch but I don't think if I I could play oh, it myself
0: Oh it's not fun I I have pl- played that I've played the team variant of that the first time I got to round 5 that was the that was the game oh, so man. you have to you have to grab the tail and keep it till the end of the time runs out and then you're the winner like, I I have never been able to grab a tail in that once the team based one is also annoying because basically nobody will really follow you until the last 30 seconds then they'll all scramble like mad and it's not fun because even if you get the tail early you can still lose it in the last 5 seconds and still lose the point and get eliminated. Yeah, I um the one I don't
1: like is the is the one that uh the when the level is just cut, when it's, it's this cylinder which is constantly turning. And then you have to walk t- between the platforms so you don't drop into one of them because then you're disqualified.
0: Played that one too. Oh, was man. in that one.
1: Yeah, there was a one in there that I watched with the. Uh, it's basically two teams playing soccer with a huge ball. And that's Played that funny. one too. That yeah. was fun. That yeah. was fun.
0: I we started out losing and then I got one in and someone else got another one in and then we just like blazed through it. Yeah, like, it was. A, yeah. <laughs> because that was just like a matter of keep away until the time ran out. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's funny because I uh, I was watching a, uh, a YouTube channel a few weeks ago and they talked about Fall Guys and they said this will probably be the next streaming game that everybody's going to play and stream. It's going to probably become a little maybe popular than Fortnite. And I'm like, I don't know if it's going to become more popular than Fortnite, but it does kind of feel that it's between Fortnite and Warzone. It's between those two games that like everybody is... It's like oh we're, we're we're kind of sick and tired of all the violence. We just want something fun and laughable, and it's it's the uh, the most downloaded game on PlayStation Plus, for example. Well, it's obviously it
0: was on PlayStation Plus, so yeah. I mean, it's the, the, it's the same effect that it had on Rocket League, but on the other hand. I know that there are dedicated people that still play Rocket League, but you don't really hear people no. talking about Rocket League. But it's the just only kind of a shame kind of because it's not a bad game. It's I, a fun game. I, I think I have it on PS Plus, but I never played it. I have it on my Switch. I'm, but I know it is cross-play, so you could try and hook up on that one. That
1: is a go. it's, it's going either free-to-play or has gone free-to-play on PC, and then it's an exclusive on the Epic Games Store.
0: Wait, what is? Uh, Rocket League. Really? I yeah, I think I read that like a, a while back ago. Uh... If that's true, then I want my money back. <laughs> Why? Well, oh, I... that explains the because I updated Rocket League a while ago and I played it. I didn't really play it. I just updated it and I checked it out, and the whole the whole thing has changed. Like all the 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 the, the microtransaction stuff turned into blueprints. So you can see what you're actually getting. So there's no more loot boxes in it because they had loot boxes. Yeah, so it's, um, they I mean, gutted that thing out. So so it it now has a battle pass kind of thing going on. Uh, yeah. It's it's crazy. Speaking of battle passes, Fall Guys has essentially a battle pass. Oh, I didn't know which, that. Which well it, it it it's it's a free battle pass because you paid for the game, of course. Um, but it has seasons and season two is gonna come out in a couple of weeks, a month or two, something like that. It's a season, yeah. Yeah, they did announce season two, uh, which is themed. I think they said the theme was medieval, so you can earn medieval outfits and all the mini games are medieval themed, you know, like jousting and stuff like that. So it looks really fun. Yeah. It, See? It, it says here that Rocket
1: League is going free to play, and it was posted on July 21st. Uh, they said it's going to happen this summer, Well, basically summer's almost over, and when it huh. does happen, it will be
0: exclusively on the Epic Games Store.
1: The PC wow. version,
0: at least. Shots fired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I think I know why. I think they might be switching I think because they used their own... No, they didn't. I think they used EA's um online matchmaking system to do the crossplay.
1: Yeah, cuz it supports crossplay, it says.
0: Yeah, and it's also one of the few games on Switch that actually supports um voice chat through uh through the through the headphone jack on the Switch, which another game that I've been playing, which is Spellbreak, does the same thing. Spellbreak um is pretty much uh it's no, not a lot pretty much. It's very similar to Fortnite except you're using magical gauntlets and I was talking to you about it earlier before we started recording but it's actually really fun um I was talking to you about the uh the fact that you can mix and match elements so you start off with a base element you can choose one of 8 and for example one of the elements is toxic um and one of the other elements is of course the element of uh lightning so you can use, uh, one of the attacks that you can do is you can throw a gas cloud and it'll stay there for a couple of seconds, but you can then use your electric, if you pick up electricity gauntlet in the map, you can use that to shock the, the, the cloud. You can either get a fire gauntlet, throw a fireball at the, the, the toxic cloud, make it explode. I haven't used ice on it yet, so I don't know what happens when you do that. But for example, if you use the uh, the ice gauntlet, you fire a uh, ice bolt, which also leaves a trail of ice that you can skate over. So if you're trying to gain on your enemies, you can do that really quickly and get close and hit them with a few lightning bolts or wait for the ice to melt, which takes about five seconds. Then it's just a puddle of water that goes straight to your enemy. And if they're still standing there, you don't even have to hit them. You just Shoot the water and it travels through the water, and they get electrocuted and they get shocked into place so that you can pelt them with more toxic balls or electric shocks. You can also, there's also um, a wind element that allows you to throw tornadoes, and you can make the tornado whatever element you have on you, except for I think Earth. I haven't tried the Earth element with that. I a think Earth it's, tornado uh... would be really cool. <laughs>
1: I think it's free on the Epic Games Store, or at least... It is. Yeah, I saw it uh, coming by in my my street, what do you call it? It
0: doesn't have a battle pass. That's the only thing it's missing. Um, But you can't... It does have an online store, and you can earn credits. Um, There are missions that you can complete to get credits, but I haven't... I tried looking for, but I couldn't find anything that looked like a battle pass. So maybe that's coming... Um, it's pretty, even on Switch, um, there's still a bunch of pop-in, but, you know, it's Switch, so that would, that would profit from a, uh, Switch Pro, other than that, it's a really pretty looking game, I'll, I haven't downloaded it on my PlayStation yet, it's not that big a a game, so I'll try and download it on PlayStation and try it one of these days on PlayStation, it's cross- play and cross-save so I can just log in with the same account and it'll work. So I don't have to worry about that.
1: I saw the trailer uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, so that's why I felt like, hey, this game sounds familiar now I'm watching it on the Epic Games, so I'm like yeah, this game makes sense.
0: Yeah, because they, I uh, think I think it was in <sighs> I think it was in, a, in in a state of play I think the recent state of play i had think spell so break in yeah because yeah. the trailer
1: uh looked really familiar
0: yeah yeah so i what else did i play i think spell fall guys no that's it yeah and and tries of mana nice so what have you been playing
1: um i have been playing Um, i've been playing a couple of things so i played um ghost of tsushima I actually finished it last night. Um, I'm I'm really happy that I bought that game. It's it's really cool. I mean, I've, you've, I've talked about it a couple of times. I mean, it is it's just one of the better games. And as I said, I enjoyed Last of Us too, but I was looking more forward to this game. I think when I look at when I think think about it, I think my taste has. I know, like I'm more of a single player gamer than a multiplayer gamer. And, I, and there are a couple of multiplayer games out there that I just keep on playing. And the the only gripe I have with multiplayer games is that you have to maintain it. If As soon as you stop doing that, it's really hard to get into it because then you probably lose or die often and then you kind of get demotivated by it. So you don't want to play it anymore. Um, and so that's why I'm more of a single player kind of guy and um, I think more of a single player open world kind of guy these days because I just love the freedom you have. Um, And that's that's really nice about Tsushima. You can just go anywhere. There's this beautiful environment. It's also nicely mixed. So it's not constantly green or constantly gray or constantly white and snowy. There's like a nice mix of the areas. Um, The combat system, as I said, is really nice. Um, I just love these. What I love about the combat system is that they've added this this fluidity that you would see in a samurai movie, or like if you see a samurai warrior do a slash, it's almost like that they, they do the slash and then they they stop for a couple of seconds to emphasize that they did a slash. <laughs> and the combat system has that as well. So like when you <laughs> fight and you kill an enemy, your character just stops after a slash to kind of emphasize like, yeah, I killed him. Or yeah, I cut off his arm. You know, it, it just that little emphasis on it, that I really love the fact that they were able to capture that in. Um, and, it, and it's cool to see that they just have these multiple stances in the game, because you generally get swarmed by all sorts of enemies that all have different kind of weapons, and all weapons ask for a different approach. So you you constantly have to switch between your weapons and your your uh, combat stances and your tricks you have, because you're also a ghost. So you can throw daggers or use a, a smoke bomb, or you know you can use your bow and arrow. So the combat is really mixed in there. And that's something I love. Um, as I said, it's as it's accessible as Spider-Man. So there's a lot of side quests you can do. And you can just basically see them either on the map or as a question mark. So it's not like that you have to put in a lot of effort to find out, which makes it really nice. Um, and then, yeah, I get to the part wherein you you have to do a couple of main missions when you're in the, in the third act of the game or in the third large open area of the game. You, have, you can do a couple of main missions, and the story basically ends there. And then at the end, you have kind of a two-choice thing you can do. I I don't know if it affects the ending or not, but you fight with the character. And you can choose to either kill the character or to spare the character. Um, I spared the character. And I don't know if it's going to impact the ending a lot. I kind of looked it up, and it wasn't like that. I would get a completely different ending. Um, and then basically the world says, okay, well, we defeated the leader of the mongols, but the mongols are still here and we need to drive them off tsushima and then you can just go in and Finish whatever you have left Um, So yeah, I I hope that that they'll do a sequel Uh, and I also hope that if they do a sequel they'll just try to mix it up more with um, Different weapons instead of just the katana. I mean I get that they need to nail the combat to create a good foundation but there are instances in which I thought, like, okay, it would be really nice if a guy just, just go prone and crawl away instead of just crouch. And maybe that's because I'm spoiled because of The Last of Us 2. That's really a nice mechanic in that game. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, this game also screams co-op. I mean, you always have a companion with you in a lot of missions. So this game just screams co-op. And I think it would be really nice if you could play this game with two people at the same time. Do these uh, dual takedowns, for example, and stuff like that. Um, they're going to be... Be- coming out with a co-op kind of game in in the holiday season called I think Ghost of Tsushima Legends or something like that, which yeah, is yeah. basically a four-player co-op um, game in which it's free to play to all the owners of Ghost of Tsushima, and there are like different character classes you can choose between, and um, it feels a bit like um, Infamous uh, Vampire. I don't know what one that was called, F- Infamous Two, Festival of Blood. No, I think it's called Festival of Blood. So on the PS2. Oh,
0: right, right. Sorry, yeah. you're talking about Infamous 2, not Second Son.
1: Yeah, so I right, think it, right, it feels a bit like that expansion.
0: Um, their but, Halloween expansion.
1: Yeah, because that one was called Festival of Blood and you turn into yeah. a vampire. And here they're going a bit more into that creepy, mythical lore of uh, Japan. So it, it looks promising. Um, it'll come out in a
0: couple of weeks. So I'm curious to see that. So, so mm-hmm. taking down yokais instead of Mongols. I
1: think so. Um, I am getting a really interesting message just right now. This is what you could basically call breaking news. Just just came in, and I'm clicking on a link, and the link does not work. But the title of the link is, oh, oh, oh. Sony has announced that a PlayStation 5 showcase will broadcast live on Wednesday, September 16 at 1 PT... PM PT, 4PM ET, 9PM BST. Wait, what was the, what was the Europe time? Uh, I think BST, British Standard Time, that's 9PM, so it'll probably be 10 at 10PM PM here. Uh, it's also on their Twitter. Announced on PlayStation Blog, this showcase will feature updates on the latest titles from Worldwide Studios and our world-class development partners. So we'll probably get a price and a reveal date. meaning
0: meaning that hours after this episode goes live (laughs) yeah you'll be learning more about the playstation 5 than we are able to talk about right now yeah so maybe
1: (laughs) maybe we could do like a bonus round
0: i don't know if it's Uh, something substantial yeah 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 i mean we'll i'll see what i can do um but hopefully we'll be able to do something like a bonus round Uh, maybe not on the day of but maybe a few days afterwards yeah but wow okay dropping dropping those you know yeah this is like uh, (laughs) breaking news maybe you
1: can look up one of something like that and just put it in uh (laughs) yeah i mean just like a friend of mine just sends it and i'm like oh okay this is interesting so yeah yeah, basically
0: that um I just lost uh, where I was. Uh, <laughs> oh, you were talking about Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> oh, yeah, as yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, I've,
1: uh, so besides Ghost of Tsushima, I've, gone, I've been playing a little bit more Modern Warfare. I wish I had captured it. I didn't capture it. But the other day, I just fired up a session, and I was just casually sitting on the couch, and I played like five or six multiplayer games. And in all of the five or six games that I played, I finished up first. And I'll get this huge kill death ratio, a positive kill death ratio. So I was eventually started to doubt myself. Like, what's going on? Why is this happening? This never happened like, <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I don't like to say this. Like, I'm an, I'm i okay, I'm a good Call of Duty player. I'm an okay Call of Duty player. I don't like Warzone. I play it with friends, but like in multiplayer, I can shine a bit, you know. Okay. But you know, I have my moments. So like when you play a match, if you play ten. You'll win four and you'll lose six or whatever. something like that. But this was like six and six. I'm like, what's going on, you know? And then like, in our maps like Shipment, which is a really small map, I would end up with 70 kills. I'm like, what's going on? I, I, and I thought, crap, I should have captured this all. I should have just hit record and captured this all, you know? Um, but yeah, I had one of those moments in, in Modern Warfare, like, oh my God, what's happening? Um... Besides uh, War, uh, Call of Duty, I played uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. I know you call it
0: Badlands. Um, no, it, I call it Badlands because that's what I legit thought that was the name. I know.
1: They added AI teammates because it wasn't in there. So um, I started playing it over again because I never actually played a lot. thought, so, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's really fun with AI teammates. You can do things like sync shots so you can just mark enemies and then kill four enemies or five enemies at once. Um, I am struggling with playing a game because it feels really different comp- compared to uh, Wildlands. Wildlands is really nice and this feels a bit more rougher on the edges. Um, I don't know if I'll put in some more time, but I, I felt like playing a Modern Warfare open world kind of game and this was the mm-hmm. only game I had. Um, so who knows? And the last game I've been putting a lot of time is, is Total War Troy of course. Um, I'm in turn 170 right now, I think. Mm-hmm. And The the cool thing is, is I was playing the game at 2560 by 1440 on ultra, and then I had 60 frames because I could play it in 4K, but then it would be medium and then the frame rate would go all all over the place. So the other day they brought out an update, which was around eight gigs, and there were all sorts of optimizations in there. And now I can play the game in 4K 60 on high, which is really, cool. yeah, I was completely surprised by it. I was... I was like, "Whoa, this is so cool!" Um, yeah, I, the, the the fun part about the game is is in the early beginning of the game because you don't have a lot of good units. You, I always try to to build up my 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 cities, make them really strong, and my armies. and And I don't go on a war path at the beginning, but the the more you get to the middle end of the game, either other factions will declare war on you, or you just have to go to war because just stand there and have the land you have you need more resources you need to feed the <laughs> armies so I, I don't know i had this sudden streak in which multiple factions declared war on me and i had my generals a bit spread out over the map so i got a few blows and lost a few cities and then i just pulled a couple of my generals back and then i went into this streak of pushing them all back taking back all my cities and automatic all- after that i invaded their cities and as i said i only auto to resolve if I know I can win it, if I don't know, if I have doubts, I play it. So this, there was this streak of auto resolves in which, in, in maybe an hour, I completely destroyed a faction and then another faction and then another faction. And at the end, I was surprised like, "Oh, this is going really fast! I'm just taking over all these cities, and um, there's little to no resistance, and I am making my empire grow large." You know. <laughs> and, and so the, the fun part is is because this game is a bit more focused on the the, I have the Homeric things on, so I get all these story missions. So now I got a mission that I have to travel to Troy with uh, Achilles. Um, and so far, all the enemies I've encountered are like, okay, enemies, I sometimes lose a battle. But the Trojan soldiers are really strong. They're really focused on defense, whereas my characters are focused on offense. But because mm-hmm. they're so defensive, they have really strong armor. So they can really hold out for long periods of time. Um So that's why I'm running into now, that I kind of need to adopt my strategy and and try to find ways to take down these Trojan soldiers because it's a whole different kind of enemy. And that's really fun because it it pushes you to play in a completely different way than just creating.
0: There wouldn't be be much of a Trojan army if their defenses were not good.
1: They could hide (laughs) behind their high walls all day, but... uh... (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, so that's really fun to see that because now I've also have some alliances with uh, Sparta, for example. So I don't have to worry about like the the south or the north side of Greece. I now can focus on an all-out war with Troy. And in between, I'm just trying to take as much land as I can. Because, you know, you need to feed the army. Cause they, because you have so much resources you have to keep in mind. It just takes a lot more time. in In three kingdoms, you just have food and money and that's it. And here it's food, money, stone, gold, bronze, wood. And you have to make sure that everything is is, is generating more revenue because it takes resources to, to get those units and it takes resources to upkeep those units. And in some turns, you have a lot of money or a lot of. Uh, uh, Sounds food.
0: low key like a civilization. Uh,
1: I. I think I haven't played Civilization,
0: so I, I couldn't be able to. We really need to play a Civilization. I, have to, I have to, I'll have to look through my library which Civilization. I think I had, the last Civ game I bought was five. You could probably pick it up for cheap on Steam.
1: I think I so, uh, have Civilization on Epic Game Store. I have Civilization six on the Epic Game Store. Ah, oh, dang it! It was a free
0: game. Ah, wait. Hmm, I'll have to check my Epic account to see if I actually also got that one. Maybe I did. I don't remember. Yeah, um, But
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, um, I'm liking it. I've also, um, I, I, as I said earlier, the, the combat with the units is really nice because you have this mix in light, medium, and heavy infantry. And I have found a way to kind of utilize them. Um, it's also cool to see that, for example, chariots were overpowered as hell. And in the la- latest update, they've definitely changed that. So less focus on chariots, more focus on infantry. What I generally do is just, I create a lot of archers, I put them on the back, I create a line of soldiers in front of them, and then I just have my archers just wipe out whole armies. (laughs) And what I generally try to do is to have these, uh, I have swordsmen called Aegean Runners, which are really Mm -hmm. fast swordsmen, they can just run really quickly. So I have them either waiting outside of the enemy's field of vision, or I try to hide them, and then when when the enemy clashes with my main line, I just have them flank around it, and then they first throw in some javelins, and then they just chop up the whole army in the rear. And I just ha- and that's cool to see that morale plays a huge part in this game. So you can instantly just have the game of the the battle turn in your favor or disadvantage when morale goes down. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, that's basically it.
0: Yeah, that's everything you played, huh? Uh, yeah. Cool then will you take us out?
1: I will uh, try to take us out. So as always, uh, thank you for listening. Um, we always appreciate you and your feedback. So um, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast. If if it if it's a podcasting platform, we'll probably be there. Um, you can leave us your feedback at gamerivalsfeedback@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, at game underscore rivals underscore. You can reach out to Maximilian at Maximilian. We also have an Instagram account at Game Rivals. Um, fun thing is, is Maximilian threw out a poll there for uh, uh, I think it's around the Xbox uh, Series S or X. A or very a- bad
0: poll, which I'm never going to do again because uh, Instagram has weird a, a weird way of doing polls.
1: Yeah, for for some reason if you chose Series if you chose ps5 because that's what i did it said there was the wrong answer i'm like how can this be the wrong answer the right i think answer what was- i
0: did i think i just realized it just now is that i think i chose quiz instead of pull. oh okay Well so anyway <laughs> so that was that was my bad that's but okay. still anyway, really annoying to work
1: you can you can let us know on on instagram which next gen console you're gonna get um you can leave a voice message through anchor you can do that through the link in the description or you can just use your anchor account but you don't have to make an anchor account for the voice uh, memo and we might be able to be able to uh, feature you as a game rival we also have a youtube channel at game oh, it's rival. it's just game rivals yeah. and you can find a link in the description below as well and i think that's it
0: uh... Yeah, the Instagram, the YouTube channel, and where you can find us in our email. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Basically it. Yeah. So, um, thank you for listening.
1: Do you have any final words?
0: Please stop talking about Switch Pro. I'm so tired after three years of that rumor going around. Why are you tired of the Switch Pro? Because it, here's the thing. Just a real quick thing. I don't mind rumors, but if they've been going on for so long and nothing's been coming out of it, either it's the worst kept secret or it doesn't exist and people are yanking your chain. So, you know, stop it. But
1: if it comes out, you'll probably buy it.
0: If I can afford it, sure. Um, but again, I already own a Switch. If all it does is up rest, then, you know, I can still play games on my current Switch.
1: Okay. On that note, I have always been and will always be Sean Templer.
0: And I will always be Maximilian X.
1: And we'll catch you on the next one.